0: Good afternoon, I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. Defense has been a key factor to the postseason run for the Xyra EHK Spartans as they held their lead all night to advance past Riverside last Thursday 75-64. Despite giving up 28 points in the third quarter, the Spartans held the Bulldogs to a lower scoring effort throughout the other three quarters in the game, including Grady Jepson. The defense from Aiden Flathers was key to keeping Jepson below his average as he had to earn to fight 21 points to finish off his high school career.
1: I thought Aiden Flathers did well defensively on uh, Grady. Yeah, he, he definitely still got up to 21 points where, um, again, all of it was earned in my thought. I mean, he's a good basketball player, but Aiden kind of um, held his own, and um, some of those came on free throws where fouls are going to happen against him he just gets the free throw line a lot so again Aiden Aiden just did a good job and team defense I thought we did pretty well and then there was a couple times in that third quarter where we helped off a little bit too much or our rotations weren't as well and they kind of hit up or hit some uh, wide open threes there that got him back into the game but like you said uh, we were able to get the lead from the get-go and kind of hold that the rest of the game and um, again credit credit to all the guys.
0: The Spartans are led in scoring by Cash Amgarten with 18 points and 6.3 boards per game, followed by Aiden Flathers with 13.3 points and a team leading 5 assists per game while shooting above 48% from the field. Josh Nelson, who is coming off a season-high 28 points against Riverside, is averaging 11.7 points and a team-high 7.4 rebounds per game. Last but not least is Jackson Radcliffe with 10.3 points and 6.8 rebounds per game. While these are the team leaders, it takes everyone on this Spartans team to continue this postseason run.
1: I think we kind of understand our what our goals were coming into the year, and there's just a, a desire and a commitment that they they've made toward those goals, and that's just kind of what we're working working towards. And at the at the same time, I love basketball, but basketball is just basketball. Um, there's a lot lot bigger things outside of basketball that i kind of try to remind them as well just to kind of help them realize that it's all about balance and if you come ready to ready to work and have a positive mindset and a good work attitude then again good things are going to happen so for the most part they've just had the right mindset and they've had the commitment to to working hard every every day
0: with the success this season the spartan motto has been just taking one game at a time Exyra EHK is going into the game knowing that it is the Spartans versus everybody else and going to continue to push that tempo on Tuesday night.
1: Taking, taking one game at a time, I know that's cliche to say, but that's um, that's really been our uh, motto. And just basically um, another cliche is uh, it's kind of us against everybody else. Um, I don't think a whole lot of people besides us within our within our boys basketball program have much to think about us or much faith in us um, and like I said me and the assistant coach Nolan Helmberg we just say we got to come prove it every night so um, that's uh that's one thing that we just come ready to ready to do
0: Excira EHK will be taking on Woodbine for the third time this season and the sixth time in the last 2 years these two teams have started to become rivals as of late and the Spartans are looking to claim the title this season over the Tigers. Woodbine is led by Carter Groover, averaging 20.1 points, 4.9 rebounds, and 4.6 assists per game, while Jax Pryor is second in scoring with 10.3 points and first in rebounds with 6.2 boards per game.
1: Um, I, I think, well, I think their game against Tri Center got done a little before our game against Riverside. And as soon as we were walking into the locker room, I think someone told uh, Coach and I that Woodbine beat Tri-Center 51 So obviously we knew right after the game where um, we were going to be ready to face them the third time. And I, I know they're going to be ready to go. Coach Bartles over there, he um, he has a good squad and he really gets his guys playing well. There's a, I don't know if you rivalry or whatever, I mean, this is going to be our sixth time playing Woodbine in the last two years, obviously their conference school. And then we met them last year in the postseason. And then again, this year as well. Um, again, so common, common team, again, going back and forth. We just want to, we just want to play our brand of basketball and we got to prove it.
0: Tonight, both teams will be traveling to Harlan to play at a neutral site at Harlan High School with the opening tip-off at 7 p.m. KSM 96.5 will have a live broadcast for you right at Harlan with myself, Zach Callens, and Austin West on the call with a pregame show at 6.40 p.m. And speaking of that Xyra EHK game, let's take a look at the district championship basketball matchups taking place tonight. In Class 1A, Substate 1, it'll be North Unit taking on St. Edmund at Pocahontas Area High School at 7 o'clock. In Class 1A, Substate 7 at District 13, Linville solely will battle ACGC at Lincoln High School also at 7 p.m. alongside District 14 as it's going to be Bedford taking on East Mills at Southwest Valley High School. In class 1A Substate 8, Madrid battles Coon Rapids Baird at Green County High School at 6 30 p.m., alongside the game on KSOM of Woodbine taking on Exira EHK at Harlan. In class 2A Substate 6 at South Central Calhoun, battling Kemper Catholic at Green County High School. In class 2A Substate 7, Van Meter takes on Trainer at Denison High School at 7 o'clock alongside Des Moines christian Balling Grand Grandview Christian at Ballard High School. In a Class 2A substate 8, East County takes on Underwood at 7 o'clock, alongside Pleasantville taking on South Hamilton at Boone High School. You can check out all these final scores right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. And with the conclusion of the Daytona 500 just yesterday, NASCAR drivers are already looking ahead to the Ambetter Health 400 at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Driver William Byron has been utilizing what has clicked for him in Atlanta in just the last few years. We've had a good combination of handling and, and speed. I feel like that track suits us because it, it does take some handling and it takes some some characteristics that not just a super speedway takes so um we've just been able to capitalize on that and i feel like my spotter is really good at, at managing that racetrack it things happen really fast and he's able to to process it all so um i think we've just done, done a good job honestly and it's a little bit easier to manage you know two wide versus you know three wide at a place like talladega or, or daytona and despite starting the season with back-to-back drafting style races Eric Jones is just ready to hit the track. Always had the chance to go and kind of pick it back up the next week, and uh, Fontana or, or wherever we were going to go, and even when it was Atlanta, the old Atlanta, you had a chance to do it there. But now two more wild card ones, and Atlanta is becoming a extreme wild card. You know, after watching the summer race, being in the summer race last year, so uh, it's tough. But at the same time, I think the best way you can look at it is good chance for us uh where we are as a team right now with what we're trying to build to you know just fire off and gain a lot of points and you know then if we go to vegas and phoenix and struggle hopefully we had two really good speedway races to start it the am better health 400 race will start this sunday february 25th at 2 p.m And in collegiate news, Drake's Kevin Overton has once again been named the Missouri Valley Conference Freshman of the Week. This is the fourth time this season that the freshman has been named the MVC Freshman of the Week. In the games last week alone against Evansville and Murray State, he averaged 19 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 steals in both games. Against the Purple Aces, he had 15 points, 4 rebounds, and swiped away 2 steals. While against Murray State, he had a career-high 23 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 steals. Drake jumps back out onto the hardwood this Wednesday, February 21st at 7 p.m. when they take on Belmont and Valley Action. Husker Cindy Gray has been named the Big Ten Softball Co-Player of the Week for the second straight Big Ten Weekly Award of her career. She was previously named the Co-Player of the Week in February of 2022. She was the key in Nebraska's win over New Mexico State with the game-winning home run on Friday. At the plate, she went 2 of 5 and helped to score three RBIs. Gray was also a key player in Nebraska's win over Sacramento State as she hit two three-run home runs to help Nebraska secure the win with six RBIs. Nebraska will play five games in the next three days at a Collegiate Classic in California. And looking at the games taking place tonight, the Iowa Hawkeyes men's basketball team returns to action as they'll take on Michigan State on the road at 6 p.m. And the Huskers women's basketball team has their last home stand tonight as they'll take on Northwestern for an 8 p.m. tip-off. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.